Welcome back, everybody. Hi. Hi. So we have a special person, a special Dun-dun-dun. guest. Our first guest. Our Yay. first guest. So introduce yourself. My name is David. <laughs> I'm a realtor with Weikert Realtors. Um, I'm very putting glad in that plug. <laughs> <laughs> I've never known how to. Pro- I thought it was white cart. Everyone says it different. <laughs> People say white shirt, white cart, white cart. But I'm think, uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you guys. Hey, it Thank was really you. nice Thanks to have you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, of Seriously. course. So again, it's still Carlos, Cindy, Jen, Chris, and this is for what. All right, the podcast that talks about anything and everything. Roll the intro. So we're celebrating Jen's birthday, who turned 23 last weekend. I feel really oh, old, happy actually. Happy birthday. Thank happy you. Birthday. you. Tell me that. I forgot it was happy birthday. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yeah. How do you feel as a 23-year-old? Uh, well, my bills got higher. My back hurts a little bit more. So it's great. <laughs> great. Oh, my God. Wait till you hit 25. Oh God. I think 25 is the it's limit. downhill from here. Mm. Yeah. Isn't 25 the limit? For like, if that's how you feel, your body, you said that, Jen, that your body it's starts 26. deteriorating from the inside after. Oh, actually, 26. I just learned this today in class that what, guess what age your eyes actually stop working? Two. 30. 20. Two. 20. <laughs> uh, not stop working. <laughs> like stop basically putting in their maximum effort and everything. It's Wait, actually so age 20. I've worn glasses since I was like 10. I was going to say. So we aged quicker. I basically told my mom that I needed glasses. So that's actually completely (laughs) different. When you have a, when you wear glasses because you can't see like up close or far away, that's actually, that has to do with your iris. So as far as like what I'm like, it's basically your iris is not letting like a lot of light through your eyeballs, which is why you can't see that far or up close. But as far as like your eye not being able to see um, up close or anything like when they stop putting in their maximum effort is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. um is age 20 that's really disrespectful it's like <laughs> that, scary you can't do anything fun until you're 21 wait so and <laughs> basically, <laughs> work. basically to slow down the process of Eat like carrots. you messing no that's actually a myth what wear is it though sunglasses you have to wear sunglasses oh you do have to oh. but see my sister the sun damages it. my sister is the only one except for my younger brothers who don't need glasses right now but she's the only one that doesn't wear glasses wait just kidding after working on computers for like five years now she needs glasses but my uncle used to make her a carrot smoothie every morning and she never needed glasses yeah i i used to eat carrots it's just genetics Nah, i don't know i think it's the blue light is it the blue light that messes up your eyes i don't know um i'm not a doctor i don't know i think a big part is genetics yeah well actually i don't know about that because all of my siblings wear glasses like we're all blind we cannot see far but genetics my parents my mom and dad do not wear glasses your dad your Mm. dad probably needs glasses he just doesn't want to say glasses. (laughs) like reading glasses because they're old now but not like what about your growing up my my grandma wears glasses but that's different because it's the age but 20 though so basically your 20s are not for it (laughs) dude my dad's blind my brother's blind i'm blind my mom has like eyes of a hawk and ears of a (laughs) I have this, moms do. There's this lady <laughs> that I work with and her glasses be thick and Yo. her gla- her eyes are gigantic. <laughs> and I'm like looking at her in this meeting and I'm like, are your eyes really? And they're like, <laughs> pink, <laughs> they're like these beautiful blue eyes. And I'm just like looking at them. I'm like, are how is that real? Like like yes. <laughs> and that's why I can tell how colored like they the are. Cop. And then I'm like looking <laughs> at her <laughs> and I look on the side. I'm like, oh my God, they're so tiny. And I'm watching. I'm like rotating my head trying to catch these 
catch trying to catch <laughs> these eyes because they're like gigantic and then they're really she's gonna be tiny. like you're about to catch these hands yeah. if you stop <laughs> she can't catch me because she can't see so i'll run oh, away so basically the 20s are not it which but is what have you done in your downhill 20. at 20 i'm still 23 Maybe 21. <laughs> i graduated college at 20 Oh, shout out you. Wait, I graduated college no, at like in my 20s. Sorry. Oh, I'm like, wait. Uh, I was going to say, damn. <laughs> I don't know about she that. She skipped two grades, two semesters. So the reason we're talking about this is because it's trending on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. My 20s yeah. have taught me what? What have it? What has it taught you, Jen? So far? Yeah, so far. At your, your four years, three years? Three years it of being 20. It is such a weird age like phase because i feel like there's so many different types of people at this age like you have people who are getting married or have babies or graduating college you have people with curfews at eight o'clock like there's just so much like different types of 20 year olds or people in 20s and so far what i've learned is I don't know. <laughs> get, I'm trying to be an get adult. Get home at 11 o'clock so I don't get whooped. Basically. No, she learned that your body starts deteriorating. Yeah. <laughs> your eyes stop working at 20. I don't know. I mean, it's a great age. I feel like this is the age where you have like the most energy and where you Ooh. have fun and you're just full of life and you just That's don't to do anything and everything. But I definitely felt the shift of change between 23 and, sorry, 24 and 25. I Did felt you? Like a shift. How so? Like, it's just, I felt one day my feet hurt and I was like, wait, is this real? And then they didn't stop hurting. And then my knees started hurting and they didn't stop it's hurting. Mental, it's like. not because then sometimes if I'm like picking something up and I pick it up the wrong way, I'm like. So, but see, that's, that's something that I learned. Um, you just need to work on your mobility and do some workouts. No, but like back pains and all that stuff. It's something that I learned that it's like over the years yeah. because it's you're constantly lifting things up the wrong way and one day that's why people just like their back just gives out because <laughs> they from over time and years and years and years of lifting things the wrong way the muscle finally says all right i'm done with you you keep lef- <laughs> lifting the things <laughs> bad and it's just like it gives out so it's not just like a, from a one-time thing where it's just like oh yeah now i'm like 25 and from 24 and 25 now my back's gonna start hurting it's like it's like been a like a thing that we've been doing bad we'll just for a while look at look at jen's dad he's like what 64 he's 64 and that man has a body of a 20 year old and it's because he's been working outdoors with his hands as you know manual labor his whole life same thing with my dad he's yeah he's not like you know how there's like squishy 60 year olds like he's not squishy he's, he's tight like, yeah <laughs> like in terms of just like like if you guys are listening and know about how like many six-year-olds have you felt <laughs> 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 no, he, he goes to the gym yeah he goes to the gym yeah, so he yeah, sees so, so tight is a bodybuilding term is like where there's no Ooh. like fluff like we fluff or like you know like extra skin or any pudginess like yeah. he, you can see him. he's vascular like he's there's that guy is my seesaw. Yeah, like if you were to tell me, if, I, if you look at him and you were to tell me that man's never going to hit the gym in his life, I wouldn't believe you. What, but it's true. And it's because he's been working, you know, outside with yeah, his hands. Yeah, so it's just all labor work. He, it's he all labor work. work. You know, plumbers, yeah. have you seen plumbers' forms? Like, you know, people. Oh, yeah. Like these guys, like you would look at them and you you think they go to the gym all the time, but that's they how, really that's don't. That's how my dad is. He's worked in construction his whole life. And he, he has a huge beer belly. It's, I mean, huge. But his <laughs> arms and his forearms, you yeah. can just see the muscle yeah. in there, and the and, veins. Yeah. And he's and just then, strong as hell. I'm pretty sure, like, he's less prone to hurt himself yeah. than somebody that, no offense, to the people who work at an office who work in an office 
So what you're trying to say is that trades are better than college. Do you work in an office, David? Um, yes and no. Would you argue with Chris? I mean, I work in the office. It depends. I mean, I'm on the road a lot, but a lot of my work also can be done in the office. So it's kind of mixed. It's a little bit of both. So when you go to houses, do you ever have to lift anything to get it out of the way when you're showing clients around? Mm, To show houses? No. There are other things that I do. Like I've helped clients move. I've helped them pack up their their moving trucks and things like that. But just showing houses, no. Fun fact, David helped us move into our house. Because our family members suck and didn't want to help. Wow. Wow. Shots fired. Who didn't want to help? That was before we were close, though. I'm sure if you guys would have called us, <laughs> we would have been here to help you guys. Mm. I was glad to help. You probably would have been at college. So another fun fact. <laughs> David uh, helped us find the house that we're currently in. And, and record this podcast. And record this podcast. <laughs> and he also helped us sell the house that we uh, used to have in Baltimore City. So, you know. Plug in for David. Plug in for <laughs> David. If you're so looking for a house, David can thank help you, you. Thank you. Yes, I did. And it was a pleasure helping them as much as they don't believe me when I say that. It was a pleasure <laughs> helping them. Do you ever not have a pleasure helping somebody? Like, do you ever just have a yes, client that you're just experience. like, I don't want to deal with you anymore and pass it on to I someone? I fired clients. <gasps> what? Um, how do you fire How do you a client? fire a client? Do you just ghost them? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't ghost them. I tell them, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I just... I can't. Wait, oh so my so God. it's almost like a breakup. Please, like, please <laughs> go in depth. Like, what does it wow. take to get fired by a real estate agent? It's not that bad. It, it sounds worse than it is. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. I mean, the latest example I could think of is a woman who just, she was indecisive. And, and it, it wasn't just her being indecisive. She was just, like, she would tell me, well, we're going to write an offer. And then an hour later, when I follow up with her to try to get some info, she changes her mind because her daughter doesn't like it. And. It's not like that. Hap- it's not like mm-hmm. that only happened once. Like it happened numerous times, and it was just a Ooh, bunch of things like that. Annoying. Um, a waste of and time. And it was over like months and months. So it's not like I don't have patience. Like mm-hmm. it's a big purchase. I understand people get cold feet and all that. It was just it, it has to be on a different level. So and, uh, what are the? Did, oh, I'm sorry. What are the do's and don'ts of for a person buying a house? Like what are the do's and don'ts that you guys just? What, what do you mean? So if, if you're buying a house and you're in the real estate world and you know what not to do with a real estate agent and you know what's the proper buying etiquette, I guess. Um, I think just honesty, to be honest. A lot of people a lot of people are kind of scared to share the personal information, which I get. But you kind of have to like, you know, we end up finding a lot like like people sometimes mm-hmm. are scared to, to share how much they have in, in their bank account. They, they think if they have X amount, they have to use all that money towards their house when, mm-hmm. when it's not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes people are just embarrassed that their credit score may not be the best. So uh, honest, uh, honestly, honesty is the most important thing. Just be upfront with your realtor. Just, you know, don't really hide stuff because it could end up backfiring in the end. Just like your doctor. Don't lie to your doctor. So when you break up with your clients, how do they handle that? <laughs> We're gonna get Sorry, hashtag break up with the clients. <laughs> fire the clients. Honestly, a lot of time it just it, it it just ends. It's over. Like th- this one lady I can think of, which was probably the most recent. Um, I I basically told her like I'm sorry, like I, I can't do this anymore. It, it was like breaking up with a girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like 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 <laughs> like it's taking too much of my time. Like I, you're not my only client. Like. I just, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, I wish you luck with your home search, but I just um, maybe maybe you could find another realtor. And I never heard from her after that. 
Do you ever have backlash from that? Like, do you ever find yourself on Yelp looking at yourself and then you, David is such a rude person. He fired me. Not yet. <laughs> Knock they, on wood. How do they take it? So, for example, like that lady, what did she say? She didn't to say you? anything. No, she literally didn't respond. So she goes. It was over you. email. We were oh. talking on the phone. We we're talking on the phone. We were emailing back and forth regarding this house. I forget what she said to me, and my response to her was that, and she just didn't reply, and I never heard from her again. This was probably wow. I don't do it I often. Know. This was probably. <laughs> I don't know, almost a year ago, nine months ago. I really did not know someone could fire you. Yeah. That's crazy. So what's it like, like when it, I guess this is a little bit getting more personal, but what's it like, like making money? Like, does it vary like year to year? How much? Yeah. So what a lot of people don't realize is being a realtor is it's literally running your own business. The the business is me. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So the, it can vary. It's all about how much time you put into it. People can say that about any profession, but it really is. Like, it's all about marketing and finding clients. If, if you're not out there trying to find the clients, then you're not going to get the business. So it varies year to year. Most realtors, the first couple of years, I'd say, can be pretty tough. Um, you're still getting your name out there. But as the years go on, you you know, your, your name gets uh, known and more people start coming to you. People refer people to you and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it can vary year to year. I'd say... I, at this stage, for me, it's kind of staying around my in- income wise. It's staying around the same amount, but goes up a little bit every year. It's not going up drastically every year, but mm-hmm. every year in the last three to four years, it's gone up a little bit. So you've giving yourself a little years. raise. So would you say your job is sustainable? Like your career is is, is yeah. sustainable? Yeah, yeah. But again, it's all about how how committed you are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a statistic which who knows if it's true, I believe it to be true because I've seen it, that 80% of people who become realtors stop after two years because, hmm. they don't, because they don't make any money. And I've seen it. I've been in my office for four or five years now, and I, couldn't, I, 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 I lost count of how many agents I've seen come and go. They wow. come for two, so three, six months. They don't make any money. They think it's easy money. Then they just, they stop showing up. Cause we did see, like, I remember seeing a spike, um, because you know, the people we like went to high school with and everybody grows up and there was like a spike of everybody wanting to be mm-hmm. a realtor. Or sell Avon. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, most of those people, they all contact me to like ask me questions. <laughs> like all the people that we went to school with, they all ask me questions. Um, but no, there is a spike. Like, we were too young, but mm-hmm. back like in 06, when when um, during like the housing crisis at that time, like it was a bunch of agents as well. Then the recession happened and then more than half of them stopped doing it because there was no money to be made. And now that the market's gotten a lot better, now it's starting to increase again mm-hmm. with how many That's people are getting crazy. licensed. And I wonder if that comes with like a pressure, like again, you're in your 20s of like trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. You're like, you know what? I'm going to go into being a realtor. Just like people who go into, you know what? I'm just going to be a teacher. And then you end <laughs> up like, I don't know what yeah. I want to do anymore. So I, I think it's something, pers- I don't know personally, I'm pretty sure. I think a huge thing that inspires people to do it or makes them think it's easy money is HGTV. Just because <laughs> a lot of people, my a lot of people bring that up to me when, when they're, when they're thinking about getting licensed. And I'm like, I'll be, like I'll, I've never watched a second of it. I don't, I don't know. But I think that has a huge uh, part to do with people wanting to become well, a real. You should, Joanna so Gaines. Is that the only thing that you need for just the license? You don't got to go to like, no, like school or just anything. Just a license. You, just it's, a license. It's a it's a sixty hour course. Um, oh my god. The way you take it varies. You could take it online. You could take it. You could take classes that take up like your entire day and get it over in two weeks. So there's different ways to do it. But it's a sixty hour course. 
then you have to pass two state exams and then you get licensed. So like, <clears throat> all right, you said that. So um, I never went to college. Hey, <laughs> and good making good living, uh, making good living. No, he, came <laughs> o- he came over here in a Tesla. <laughs> so, all right. M- my question is, you pretty much said you, you kind of run in your own business, right? You yeah. market yourself, um, you know. So what's what's White Cart for? Like, because do they still give you like a compensation, like a monthly here's the money because you're part of us or like? No. So ten, so I'm not an employee. I'm a 1099. So there's W2, there's W2, which is you get paid by someone mm-hmm. and you're 1099. I'm 1099. Wiker is my broker. Um, that's oh. all it is. I'm affiliated with them. I don't. So technically, I, I shouldn't say that I work for them. Mm-hmm. I'm affiliated with them. They're that's not my broker. employer. Pretty much. Pretty much. They handle the money. They they. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to handle all the money. I have the funniest story about a broker. When we were searching for this house, um, we went to some complexes. Do you guys remember? And then we were with, I think David was there, but me and Carlos were like in the car waiting for him. I don't know what was going on. But this man approached us. Oh, I remember. Sorry. We went to the new development houses. Oh, yeah. And we went without David because we just wanted to see. I didn't want to wait until I think our appointment was like the next day. And we left and this weird man came up to our car and he like knocked on the, he went like this to the window and it was like this big dude and Carlos rolled out the window and he was like, Hey, what's up? And then he was like, Hey, so you guys came to look for a house? It was super sketchy. Like he was like a, like (laughs) without, uh, like, um, uh, like a company, like you're yeah. affiliated with somebody. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like by himself. So he was like, Oh, you know, wait, can I finish? (laughs) So, no, they were in Odenton. Those, those, okay. And so he caught us when we were um, leaving in the car. And then he was like, well, let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about it. Let's drive over there. And like nosotros like tontos, like we Ooh. went with him <laughs> and we followed him in the car because Carlos was like, that's really <laughs> sketchy. And I'm like, yeah, so let's follow him. Right. So we went and, <laughs> and then we went Carlos got like out of the car. Yeah, we were in the, the like the wooded area of the <laughs> you guys didn't tell me any of this. <laughs> And then I know we just like texted him and we're like, hey, some guy just approached us. And David was like, do not talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so the man like Carlos got out of the car and then they were just talking. And the man had like this really thick like Jersey accent. And he was like spitting everywhere. Oh my And gosh. he just kept talking about like, you aren't getting the full thing that you got. Did you tell them you had a realtor? Did you tell them you had a realtor to the, the new heck? development people? And Carlos was like, well, yeah, because we have a realtor. And he's like, oh, my God, but you didn't sign anything, right? Good. And he was like, well, see, the thing is that they work through brokers and they charge you an extra like percentage or something. And because I work on my own, I'm my own broker. So you're going to get a better thing. It was like this whole weird thing. He was very scary. So really yeah, I don't know you guys tell me that. The worst <laughs> thing of it, what? Right. I'm sitting back in the car and then he comes back and gives me his business card or whatever. Right. So I roll down the window and then he's talking to me again. And then out of nowhere, like Cindy said, he was just like spitting everywhere and he spits right in my mouth, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nah. my was, I was about to throw up. I was like, <laughs> you got well, a, I'm gagging. You got a little bit of jersey. And it was a hot <laughs> day. So he was like super sweaty. It was bad. So And then he went around and he was literally parked waiting for people to leave the the houses you so go in tour, like when you buy a new house. 
like just waiting for people <laughs> and because then our friends ashley when they were yeah, looking yeah. for their house and we were talking to them <laughs> that they went to also the new developments and the same guy came up to them too is it like the a same guy I don't it was know. like a big guy and um, these were new constructions right yeah, yeah. new construction i don't deal with new constructions too often so i, I don't know that's a that's an odd story all around you guys. Really yeah weird. it was it so weird so the, the broker thing, is that more for, like, legal work? Is that more, like, yeah, the lawyer? Yeah, pretty much they give me somewhere. Again, they give me somewhere to affiliate, which I know that sounds kind of weird. Basically, they, they provide me the office. That's pretty much okay. it. Um, and, like, legal stuff. Like, if I were to get into legal issues involving real they estate. They would protect they provide, you? Yeah, they protect me. Does their okay. name help also? Just saying, like, oh, I work for White Cart? Yeah, White it does because there's a lot of um little like no name brokers that no one's mm. ever heard of usually the big ones are like long and foster and remax and uh, like that. oh yeah. and uh, white is pretty known as well on mainly on the east coast but they're known on the east coast so do you have to pay them they take a share of my oh. commission oh because yeah. the brokers oh, yes I'm not, is yeah. it okay to ask how much that is or is that what they take yeah um it varies it, 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 like when you're brand new they take a lot Okay. As you become more experienced, as you make okay. more money, it gets less and less. Yeah. So it varies. Some brokers will offer you, um, they'll say like you get 100% of the commission, pay us like a $100 monthly fee. Oh, wow. Yeah. So oh, all okay. offices are different. Wow. Those are usually like the smaller brokers, the no yeah. name ones. They, yeah. could Because they want you to sign yeah, up. Yeah. And they're trying to get their name out there. Exactly. Yeah. Usually the big ones like Long and Foster take a lot more. They're already established. But you're affiliated with a big name. So it kind of helps you. Where, where, where do you sell houses everywhere in the DMV or Um, or the DC metropolitan area (laughs) for people who don't live in the DMV everywhere I mean I'm not in Virginia but Maryland I'm all over I sell in DC I don't sell often there is that like a gold mine for you if you get to sell in DC yeah I just honestly Mike I don't have many connections there like everyone I know is Maryland I kind of more so got licensed in DC just for referral purposes um but so most of my business is Maryland, but I'm all over Maryland, Frederick, Baltimore, PG. Um, I've sold around Salisbury and Eastern Shore. Oh so I'm kind of everywhere. Oh. Yeah. When do you think you're going to get your million dollar listing or have you gotten it? I have not. <laughs> uh, Are you looking you forward to DC, it? You know. I don't know. I mean, because I uh, mean, I'm, from, I'll, from, obviously I'd be looking forward to it. I don't I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I don't think about too much. I don't focus too much on the price. I focus more on the clients just because what a political wow. answer. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like I've literally, I've literally had clients He's where, media I, trained. where I've sold their, their, their hundred thousand dollar condo, but they've referred me to their friends who have a $600,000 house. So oh. in the, in the end it was, you know, it was worth, it was kind of worth it. Like mm-hmm. I, I did a lot of work for, for, for not a lot of money, but they referred me to their friends that ended up being yeah. a lot more money. So I don't focus too much on the, on the price of the home it's more about the clients that's a nice answer i used to have i used to work for a man who's a realtor and i think um he's been in quite a few magazines for the people he's like the top for i guess dmv john young and i think it's like for long and foster or something i don't know obviously not that big i know (laughs) but he's been in the magazine twice as the top people big i haven't heard of him though but there's this house in the neighborhood they used to live at out by well i'm not gonna say their neighborhood i guess but they had this beautiful, gigantic house that was had been owned down by like generations of people, and it was gigantic. And that house was priced at like one point five million dollars. And the I guess the mom passed away or something, and the kids would not sell that house. And because they had like a orig- it was like an original bought and built 
um, from years ago. And then finally they were like, okay, we'll sell it, but we're not dropping the price from the 1.2 million or something like that. Yeah. So he was really excited because this is his first million dollar house, but it wasn't selling because it was like ridiculously expensive in an area where it's the only million dollar house. That's the thing. Houses, the, 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 the more expensive the house is, the more work it's going to take, mm-hmm. which is fine, but it's also a lot more pressure on you. Like, people want to know why is not my house selling you have to give yeah. a legitimate reason you can't just bs bs it so that's the thing also with the expensive homes they tend to sit a lot longer and there's a lot more work that goes into yeah. them and it sat for a while like one yeah. time i took their daughter out for like a walk and we got chased by deer and we had to cut <laughs> the, we had if that's a true story carlos doesn't really believe me there was like 20 deers do i took cha- the little do, girl do deer chase people Yes, they do. I've been chased by deer three times. They're scary. I've chased. I had deer. her in like this <laughs> stroller. Don't they was, run? The closer you get, they run. No, from I you. was far away. This was an out to get me. They are my enemies. Because Cindy looks like a deer. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were trying to me. You. Thank you. Um, so I took the girl in like the stroller, and she was little. She was like three. And well, I guess that's not little, but I took her in a stroller and the deer were like out on this little pasture thing. And I was like, oh, can't go that way. So I went up the driveway to the house, which is like on a hill and it goes like around the house. I'm like, we'll just go around. So I went up the driveway and I was like, I hope no one's home. But I didn't know no one lived there. And we went up and the deer like looked at me and I kept going. And then I looked, they were following behind (laughs) us. And I was like, are they following me? So I started picking up my pace and the deer were picking up their pace. And then I was like, oh, my God. And I started kind of like mini jogging. And then the deer started mini jogging. There's like 20 of them because it was like the m- all the moms and the babies. So I guess I don't know what they were doing. And I ended That's up scary. like ripping the girl off the stroller and like <laughs> jumping like the fence around that big old house to get back to her neighborhood. And I had to go back for the stroller later. But I just left that and they chased me down the street. What Cindy forgot uh, to tell you, though, is that <laughs> she the day before she went in, into work, she filled herself with perfume that <laughs> hunters go. Oh, my God. Go. I thought and you were going <laughs> to say something real. <laughs> I mean, that especially if they have ant- antlers, right? Like, that's yeah. really dangerous. For the, you can seriously the get bucks. Hurt. I haven't heard of deer chasing people, but I know geese will attack. Oh, yeah. The we they hiss you. at you. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's oh, something nah. my 20s have taught me is that who got animals are one. menacing. Attacked? Yeah, I think she got too close to them and they had their babies and she like Oh, yeah, you flew can't go her. with their babies. I don't know what the hell she did. Yeah. <laughs> They're also just evil. We went to go take, when I was graduating college, we went to UMBC to take my college <laughs> pictures and everybody was like looking at these little geese or whatever and they had their babies and I was like, oh, babe, we can't go through there because they have their babies. And he's like, no, it's okay. But then this girl was like, okay, it's okay. And she went across the bridge and they chased her down. And she's like, ah. <laughs> and I was like, we can't go that way. They're mean. They're yeah. definitely yeah. I've been not chased nice. by a wild turkey. Where? Where was Where? that? Um, one was when I went to El Salvador. <laughs> oh, that's that why. <laughs> no, and then another <laughs> one was when I went to like, uh, what's past Frederick? It's like, oh. Oh no! I was gonna say, like in Boston and up there, th- like there's wild turkeys everywhere. Oh, like, all like, like the way we wild? have squirrels, they just yeah, have turkeys yeah, yeah. chilling outside. Oh my god, yeah. sounds tasty. Dude, I've yeah. seen turkeys on 295. <laughs> oh yeah, there was so much traffic. There's one time because there was two turkeys just walking down in the middle of the aisle <laughs> and everybody was just stopping to take pictures and videos of these turkeys. Like, oh my gosh, they're just freaking turkeys. Nobody was. Aww. It was crazy. So, all right. So going back, because we kind of deviated a lot talking to David about realty, mm-hmm. right? Um, Chris, what have your 20s taught you? You're 23, right? So out of those three years. What a what baby. Have you, I know. What uh, have you learned? Dude, I, like, when you think about it, 23 is young. 
but yeah. I feel old. But <laughs> I mean, I always what makes you feel old? I mean, everything. Physically? No, just like mentally. I feel like just everything I've experienced in life so far is okay. like wow. And then I don't know. My parents have done this thing where I feel like pressured to like own my house right now and it's just like damn so um i know this guy he's like really good at bu- uh, selling houses <laughs> <laughs> i could recommend you to what's him what's his you know? name his name is david oh, <laughs> pronounce his last name D- david what's your name david yeah david <laughs> how do you pronounce your what's last your name what's your full name how you pronounce my name last properly name. yeah my last name is vialta okay yeah. who do you work for you basically pronounce the double l like a y wicker realtors oh what do you do to help you buy and sell your home <laughs> <laughs> so for you guys who didn't know david's sponsoring today's episode <laughs> <laughs> he brought us a bottle of wine okay. <laughs> but uh but no like i always wanted to be like my tw- i remember when i was like 15 14 it's like oh when i'm 21 i'm gonna have my own car i'm gonna move out i'm gonna have this this and that but then life hits Hit you. you hard yeah and it's like nah bro it's not that easy so it's it's super hard and it's stressful just the idea of like picking and choosing what you're gonna do for us your life it's just it's crazy it's like mm-hmm. what if like you said like people go into teaching and like they want to become teachers and they're terrible at it. And they and they, and then they end up doing something else and then like I hear most teachers are terrible at it. Most teachers oh, are wow. terrible because again it's but a it's career like they pick. Most realtors are bad. Are terrible. And then real, you, David said that most people go into selling houses and they think it's going to be easy but then 80% of yeah. them just Wait, isn't that something that says just because you can doesn't mean you should? I think that was like in a Spider-Man movie Which is or something. like everything. You exactly. can do everything. Wow. But you well, they do everything. they also say that um <laughs> if oh my god, what is it? Uh, if you can't do teach. Okay, that's I really disagree with that. And I used to wonder why when we were in classrooms, why my teachers had that stupid poster. What does that even mean? What and it does that mean. I don't get like it. If like if you can't write if you want to write a book. If you're not uh huh, so go ahead. <laughs> like if you're <laughs> <laughs> like if you're not a hands on person, I think you should be a teach other people. No, it's the if you can't do it, then teach people how to do it. Because just because you can't do it doesn't mean you can't teach guys, it. Guys, let us know what you guys think. I don't think that makes sense. Please tell it us doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Like, I think it makes sense if you were once like an engineer and now you're teaching either an engineering class or like a science class. That makes sense because now that life like led you there. But if you wanted to be an engineer and you couldn't do it, why are you going to teach an engineering class? I mean, I don't That's know. What I'm that so means. confused right now. So, well, so, a, so if Carlos can't be a good HVAC person, he's going to teach HVAC. Well, that that's what people say to me. They're like, "Oh, so you're a teacher because you're not a good tech." Exactly. Right? Oh. That doesn't make sense. Shouldn't yeah. you have experience and know how to do something? Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So there's should, there, yeah. like, I don't know so much of like, uh, like if you go to Giant, right? There's fridges where they have the milk and all that stuff, and where they have the the uh, vegetables and all that stuff. Okay, I don't know how to work on them. I know how they work, so I can teach you on how they work, but mm. I don't know how to work on them. So I think that's kind of what they mean. Mm. It's just like if you can't work on them, you should teach it because once you get a basis of it, like if you're smart enough, mm. it'll make sense in your head. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you know how to do it. It just means that, mm. you no, know. No, that's true. And a lot, I I relate to that a lot with technology um, just because my my office is full of a lot of older people. <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the youngest ones. I just thought about my mom for some reason. And, and they're phone. always asking me how to do stuff on computers or how I did this and how I did that. And I, I don't know how to tell them. And a lot of times they think I'm just being an asshole. Like, I don't want to share. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I really don't know how I got to this point. Like, partially I, like, I true. did it. <laughs> like, I know how to finesse the computer where I got to this point. But uh-huh. I can't teach you how to do it. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I yeah. used to think I was proficient at Excel. And, man, I am not proficient. 
proficient at Excel. Oh my gosh, Excel! You could do so much. You can do so yeah, much. Jen is I'm literally taking a class right now. Um, on please Excel, teach us. And I'm literally dying. It's <laughs> the worst. I thing. have a textbook. I can share. You, you have to do you. like formulas and yeah. all this other yeah, stuff. So yeah, you can crazy. do so much for you. Yeah. That's so crazy. crazy. Yeah. I never thought I'd use Excel in my life. But yeah, that's what my 20s taught me. It's that it's very stressful. And that if you don't buckle down and, you know, saddle up, then. It okay, cowboy. It will <laughs> just zoom right past you. Like days feel like hours nowadays. Like it doesn't feel like 24 hours. It feels hours. short yeah. to me. That is, that is true. Once like I hit that 25 and over. Time flies. It's, at times it starts like Ticking. going faster and your faster body's and deteriorating faster. and your literally, eyes yeah. gave up on 30, you. Pretty much. <laughs> it literally felt like it was Monday yesterday and I was waiting for today. And then I don't want today to be over. It's just we're busy now. I think that's all another thing that the 20s taught me is that you are a busy person. Now you are you're turning into an adult. You have that's responsibilities. Yeah. You have priorities. Do so you think your 20s are like, do you think it's built for like, like you should, you know how they put a timeline by 30, you should be like married. You should have kids. You should have your house. But do you think that's just like wrong? Like you just do your, cause then I also, sorry, I'm not making sense because then you also no, see, no, you, do. you are, you are people saying like, you know, those posts that they put and they're like, just because you're 27, don't have to do your degree. Doesn't mean you're less of a person. Sure. And that they're saying that because they feel that pressure from society saying like in your twenties, you're supposed to do this and this. Like, if you go out and, like, you're 22, right? Like, for example, you're 21 and you're like, oh, are you going out partying? Are you going out drinking? No. Why not? You're 21. Because I know a bunch of girls and a bunch of, like, I guess guys who go yeah, out to party true. just because they think they have to. Right. And I think that's really crazy. So I don't know if, like. Well, to kind of piggyback on that, and then that's what kind of my fear is. It's like I'm really right now at 23 I'm when I'm full of life. <laughs> and life is pretty short you, on average people live up to like their 70s and 80s it's like i'm really focused to to be prepared for when i'm 30 that i'm not enjoying like little things like i'm preparing to get married and have kids and be a dad and have careers i'm not saying <laughs> it's just an example but that's like that's like the goal right that's everybody's like a, a dream right well at least that's what our my parents taught mm -hmm. me like that this is what you were created for to it's just a cycle but it's just like well there's a lot of other things i need like the planet is right now like the world seems really big to me but i mean w once you start traveling more and you start doing more things it's like wait there's a lot more that can be discovered and there's a lot that i that i don't know if i'm making sense but it's like you guys for example you guys are going to go to amsterdam soon right mm-hmm how when? much smaller is July? <laughs> how much more smaller will will the world become when you guys discover and travel there? I don't know if I agree. I agree with you because what? it's still like I mean we've traveled. When was the first time we traveled uh, for our honeymoon? When that was what twenty one, right? We were twenty one. So we got like the pl the places that we've been to is Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Guatemala, which is always a must. Uh, London, Paris. Well, I was born in Guatemala. Does that really count? Uh, yes. Uh, what else? Where else have you gone? Uh, I have gone to Florida, London. Um, yes, I said London and Paris I already. I was listening. Um, so, like, I've been to a few places already, and I still think that it's just like life is too short for me to yeah. be able to like. I want to go see and do yeah. everything. So that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. But it's like yeah, you're you're really folk right before that though. You, I guess for me, if I did that, what fuck I. 
I don't get it. So oh, I don't get my own So 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 I'm pr- I'm 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 working really hard. And I'm trying to prepare myself for when I'm 30 that I'm losing track of myself and what I could be doing at 23 and enjoying like my enjoying 20s. the moment is what you're saying. Oh, I get it. That's I what see I'm what you're saying. But I'm, I'm a little I'm a little like you're stupid. Too s- you're too stressed to do the things you. Th- feel like <laughs> 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 sorry there's <laughs> so much pressure at 20s that you don't <laughs> that you don't get to enjoy the moment you don't but get see, to that's enjoy haven't you heard that thing also that it's like 20s are for actually i think if i'm quoting the movie right it says <laughs> 20s are for the booty calls 30s are to pay for the drinks haven't you heard what? that i've never heard that, never heard that. i think it's from <laughs> sex and <laughs> i don't know what i don't watch tv so uh, okay but same mindset of like 20s are for Figuring your life out, 30s is for enjoying it, I think. Well, so that's the thing. Like, that sucks, figu- though. Like, it's just crazy. Kind of you're too I old. think a lot of this pressure is brought, we bring it upon ourselves. Well, and it's and, also and like taught. And social media and just the yeah. way the world is now yeah. with the internet. I think it's all, I think we mm-hmm. all create it. I th- that's mm-hmm. why I think people 15 years ago, their minds were just different. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think standards, like, kind of? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Like, I think uh, I think we, we've we created all this pressure ourselves. At right. Not not us in this room, but just everyone. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, no I, uh, see, now we're getting somewhere, because I agree. If I were to be on social media and I see that Carlos and Cindy are in, in Paris one day, and then, like, the next month they're, like, in Amsterdam and London. And it's then, like, what, like, are you what did I do just, wrong? Yeah, it's like, that's what That's literally I, Carlos. That's like, what am I doing? Like, these guys are enjoying themselves, Me and every it's just day. like... Like I'm, Where I'm over I go here. Wrong? I'm stressed out about like you know, doing doing like. But I this. feel like you have to have goals, right? And I feel like that's the pressure that you sh- you should bring upon yourself, right? Because if you don't have goals, like if by like myself, Can you define right, what do you mean by go- like just goals that you want to reach? It like yeah, I understand people look at social media and they're like, oh yeah, I want to be there, I want to do that, right? But like so, set them up. Right. It's just like when I was young, like one of my things and it was more influenced from my dad was like, buy your house, buy your house, buy your house. Unfortunately, David wasn't a realtor at the time, <laughs> but um, OK, you made up for it. <laughs> and th- so that was my goal. Right. And I worked hard for it. And then I got the house. Right. So I think setting yourself for goals, even though you would want to do so much, I think that's one of the biggest things where. Um, I forgot where I, I agree I'm with the goal goal setting part because that's something that I didn't do honestly before I got into real estate and I think my wife taught me that because she's always set goals ever ever as long as I've known her she has always set goals in middle school and high school so Shout that's out to the wifey she taught me <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I think it really it really set in when I got into real estate because my first my first couple of years I was kind of just I didn't know what I was doing like I, mm-hmm. I was selling houses I didn't know how I didn't really keep track of stuff it was just coming I was doing things right and that's when I sat down and I realized what I was doing and I set goals and I made plans so I agree with with that part with the goal setting part but I think that's I think that's different in my opinion that's different from the what we were saying earlier about the about just that social what, media yeah, what we created as a society with pressure and, and things like that. I think I think those are two different things. I also think that the social media is just unhealthy sometimes. Like I haven't oh had, yeah, I, I haven't agree. had Instagram in like six months, and like my brain is like free. <laughs> I, I didn't have any social media until I got into real. Well, it's estate. because of work, and yeah, it's it's, it's to market myself. Yeah. And that's the only reason I created. I literally created my Instagram and my Facebook when I became a real. So n- now that you that you touched on that. 
I want to like I just kind of want to get something out of the way, okay? Right? Because okay. me and Cindy always like talk about it, where it's just like you market your stuff on your social media, right? But then mm-hmm. you also like have your lifestyle on it. Does, oh, I was wondering does, about does that. Does that like hurt you at all? It it hasn't yet. <laughs> um, I but but I agree, and and I see, and I have other friends or people that I know that are, that are realtors and. They post. I, I try to keep my stuff mainly professional. Mm-hmm. Right. I have friends and other realtors that post a lot more personal stuff and a lot more of their lifestyle and and not a lot of work and mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if it goes together, but they don't do a lot of business. Mm-hmm. I, I you know I don't know if that's why. Maybe they're you know social media is only is only part of my business too. Mm-hmm. So I don't I can't blame it all on that. For me, it hasn't affected me yet. Um, you I, think it I, will? But I no. I mean, I try to keep it to to a minimum i mean i honestly try not to i kind of post personal stuff so people know that i'm not just a business i'm not mm-hmm. just a robot like i want people to know that i'm a human being also so i, I kind of try to make it uh that's good yeah that's <laughs> yeah. good because it's yeah. just like you're you're setting out your like you're putting out your life out there where it's just like hey look let me get personal with exactly. you exactly and that's approachable. Not too personal super approachable so yeah. people can see that you're like a human and like yeah that i'm not like, just about business and i'm not just like they're more like attracted like, I'm not just trying to sell you a house yeah, like, yeah. I, like i'm like i still have a family yeah. i still do fun things yeah i'm still, still okay. a human being yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so that i try to it adds a little bit of color to what you do as a person, so they yeah they get to know yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. So that's why I try to do uh, post personal things. Okay, Ooh, that makes sense. That's awesome. So what David has your twenties taught you? My twenties, <laughs> honestly, I think it's be different from you guys, and I think <laughs> I think it's because of my my situation, and I'm a little older, but I think it taught me to just have fun. To be honest, I had a son when I was really young. I was 19 when I had when I had my first son. Um, so that kind of took up a lot of my, I mean, it took up my whole 20s. Um, so I think it taught me, like, I love him. He's my world. But I think it's really about having fun. Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to be responsible for another human being so young. I mean, we're, we're still children when we're 20. Yeah, so that's sure. really what it taught me is just to have fun and enjoy it. You know, don't rush. Like, don't stress about things that you guys are stressing about. Right. Like, it's going to happen sooner or later. And do and you have fun? now yeah what do i you, do what is your what is your i'm really curious what a realtor does for fun <laughs> what a real <laughs> person too <laughs> didn't you hear his social media thank you i mean i'm what do i do for fun i mean i'm chill like i like i love just chilling at home having like a couple friends over and just mm-hmm. hanging out at home boring that no. nah, but, that, but that's <laughs> fun that for me familiar yeah. but that's fun for we me do that all the that's time. fun yeah for, that's our like our definition that's our friday yeah. nights yeah so w- Come, like what's up what's up next for you like what do you what's in the works for you um a big goal of mine is is to invest in real estate and and continue to invest oh, in real okay. estate so what does that mean um so right now so right now i live in a in a townhouse before that um i lived in a condo we still own the condo but we, we rent it out and my plan is to pretty much honestly to kind of buy a new house every couple of years and move into it and then rent out the last house. So that's my goal. Like we bought this house in 2018. Yeah. 2018. And my goal is to not live in there. No, no more than, than three or four years. And I want to buy another house, rent that Smart. one out. And I want to continue doing yeah. that. Smart. What does your Smart. wife say about moving every three years? No, she's down. She loves yeah. it. Yeah. She, she is a similar mindset as, as me. So she's down for it. The end of the day, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's, that's the next really thing for me. Smart. So, Cindy, yeah. did we get you already? What's your twenties? No, 20s? you didn't. You forgot about me. What What has your twenties wow. taught you? Shots. 
All know, right, so uh, no, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done now. Thank you. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm only 27. 28. I'm not 28. 21. <laughs> I have at least four months left. Uh, 28. Hold on, let me count. Wow. <laughs> I have five months. Um, Carlos 40. I don't really remember my 20s. Like, we got married really young and. We had to, like, you know, I feel like in your 20s is when you're learning who you are as a person. 100% yes. And we had to do that together in different spaces. And that was kind of (laughs) hard. But I think my 20s taught me how to, like, be my own person. And, like, it's okay if that's who you are. And not everyone is going to accept you or everyone is going to accept you, like, depending on who you are. And, like, that's totally fine. And you have to learn how to handle that. But just learning to find who I am, I think, was... Can I ask you something? Yes. How did you guys, <laughs> since you guys got married at such a young age, or I don't know if it was young, but... It was at, pretty young. At a young age? Young. Um, <laughs> Barely was able to drink at our wedding. Very young. <laughs> how were Sometimes you guys... Sometimes I think I got married young, <laughs> and it was way after you guys. <laughs> <laughs> how did you guys overcome that, like, trying to find yourself at the same time as being married... Because it's no longer about you anymore when you're married. It's Cindy about found me. You if I could interrupt, I yeah. think what Cindy said is similar to what I said, but in a different w- in a different way. That it's about having fun and mm-hmm. f- like finding out the person that you are. Like, don't stress day to day. Like, there's a much bigger picture. There's like you have the whole rest of your life ahead of yourself. So I th- yeah. I think what Cindy said is similar to what I said. It's a little different, but I think it's similar at the same time. And I think that has to do with us being a little older. So we now we have years mm-hmm. to look back on. Yeah, but I remember 23 was the age that I was like, oh, my God, this is who I am. But, like, it was a lot of... I don't know if we ever had conversations about it. I remember fighting about it. Where, <laughs> where like, we would disagree on different things. Well, you used to do that. You don't do it anymore. Like, if if Carlos wanted to go to Chipotle, I'd be like, okay. But now he's like, let's go to Chipotle. And I'm like, I don't want Chipotle. What? You used to want Chipotle all the time. And it's like, you have to learn, like, not everything is going to be how you the want same, it. right. And that's okay. But I don't know if I, that's if we did that together. I think that's, that's like, a good point that you brought up because it's just, like, I think people are going to constantly change, right? So you're, like, oh, yeah. like David, like yeah. David said, it's just, like, you have to look at the big picture. It's like, okay, so I knew I loved this person, right? And I got married with them. It's, so it's just, like, am I going to find myself? Maybe it's not the person that she's going to like in two years, but we're going to change you're going right? to adapt to and it. then she's yeah. going to change and then we're going to end up i mean I, I still have the love for her even though Aww. you know we will get in fights and all that stuff right but it's Every things day. that we're Throwing constantly going to be changing <laughs> so i don't know i think I, you have to be and i think that's the big takeaway maybe like in relationship standpoint wise when you're in your 20s like if you're there with somebody your partner then you have to accept that partner regardless what is that word holistically is that what it is like or maybe it's not the word but like regardless of whatever they do you are there with that person if you don't like it then that's how people break up and that's why like when we got married they were like you're not gonna last you're really young you know young marriages don't last it's a stupid thing and but i can see why they say that because when we were married we were like oh my it was our first year was horrible because We had never. It was horrible. It was not just Rocky. <laughs> it was Rocky, like Rocky one, two, it three. Was, it was our you know? our first time living together, and you, I moved. You didn't live together when you were engaged. No. no. Okay. And no, my mom would have been like, "Hell no!" 
Um, really? Oh. She was, I think for a while they were barely on board of me getting married before I was done with college. Um, and then Up like, until the day of? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I also feel like it was your dating experience was a lot different than Jen and I's. Like you guys could barely do things, right? Like how was it restricting? What not was not it me. Like? I what about had the, like the liberty of going anywhere and, and do anything. What like about that I could. Cindy? Like with Cindy though, like no, with her it was just like I had to have her at ten thirty eleven. It was not ten thirty. So th- was it a little like restricting? Were there like eleven like obstacles <laughs> there? Because I mean, it's a lot different dating when you're in your teens than you are when you're in your early. I think 20s. not until when we were engaged. Um, my mom still tried to. I think it was my mom. I don't know who it was. Tried to keep that same curfew, and then I had just to like, just nope. go and be like, "Mom, I'm engaged right now." <laughs> So then after there was a little leeway, but I think, but our first year was really hard because our first time living together and Carlos had bought his house, I think at like 19 or something. And he was very like, sorry, David, he was very <laughs> like, you're not going to, you're going to put a frame up. How dare you? You bought a rug. How dare you? This is my house because he, that was his space. And then he right. had to wow. learn like your mind yeah. at 20 <laughs> or whatever is, or 21 is super like you're not fully I mean you're still a baby yeah you're, you're not fully there he didn't know how to share and especially that was really it's mine <laughs> especially from coming from like a Latina like family it's like you're 21 but you're still like 15 yeah so you're oh like God. you're not like Carlos was his parents kind of like helped them mature a lot faster is that fair to say no oh, yeah. disagree well, we were at the same no, maturity in, in, level. In terms of responsibilities, and in terms of like oh, yeah. having a home, like you were prepared for that. A hundred percent. But a hundred percent. If not, my dad would never have pushed me that but much. But I think that depends like, hey, on the goal. Like going back to what David was saying, like the goals that you have. My goal was not to, I want to buy a well, house right now. I want to get married right now. My goal was, I want to graduate college. Right. And then I want to go back to college to get my master's. Like that was my goal. It wasn't to get married. Right. But then he asked me and I wasn't going to say no. Right. <laughs> no, but what, I mean, but I guess. What I'm saying, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'll marry you. I want to marry you. What I'm saying is not so much the goal. I'm talking about the reason why he was like really like anal, I guess, about him um, being like, hey, don't don't hang up a frame or something. It might have been very childish in your eyes. But at the same time, it's like his mindset was a lot different. It's like he worked his ass off for this house. And that was my mindset. Yeah, I get you married her. That's your wife. You wanted to. No, we were not. Sorry. Let me. We were married. And it had been, I think, um, a year, and I didn't put anything up. And then I was like, "Yo, no, what? This oh, is my house different. too." <laughs> and so I asked him. I said, "Can I put sports. stuff up?" And he was like, "Like what? Where are you gonna put it? I don't like it there." And you did that, good with that would house, start. By the way. No, yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's a good house. <laughs> my brother loves it. You know what, David? That's after years of us being together. So that's me. Okay. But thank okay. you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Shout out Cindy. Interior decorator. Thank you. Year. I'm just kidding. Carlos is really good at putting stuff in. He's very particular with things he wants. But it, at that point, it was just him having to learn how to share. Like, that was literally learning how to share your space. And I mean, coming from, I'm, and I think that has to do with how young you are. And sure, that was his house. And I was coming in, and I, he probably felt like I was taking his well, stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, but he was also really young. But what's it like now, though? Like, the, well, now it's in this house. We bought this house together, mm-hmm. so this is different. I don't know. Sorry. I wasn't really... When we had to do the numbers <laughs> and stuff, I was just... Just tell me where to sign. Yeah, I don't know what's going so, on. So now that you guys are both co-owners, did you kind of discover a new personality trait or a new per- type of 
uh, I guess, maturity level that Carlos had with that with you guys moving in? Like, did you guys discover, did you guys think that you guys were going to have that same relationship no, that you guys did when you guys lived in Baltimore? It had shifted before we moved yeah, here. Yeah, I was going to say, they're a lot older now. I, mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what you're describing, I don't think that lasted the whole time you no, were at that house, No, it was right? like the first year, and then after... Like, it took a lot of conversations and arguing, and eventually it came up like, okay, you're right. Like, this is our space together, and we have to learn how to work together in our space. It took a lot, like, what is the word? Um, Working out. Arguing. <laughs> no, <laughs> you give something up and someone else gives sacrificing. something up. Sacrifice. It's not sacrificing. It's com- Compromise. compromising. Compromising. It took a lot of compromising. <laughs> so it wasn't just that, like, I agreed to do, or I, like, Carlos agreed to do everything I wanted. It was a compromise between each you other. You guys met each other halfway. Yeah, and then it only lasted like maybe a year, year and a half, about the house specifically. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it just, it ended eventually just because, like Cindy says, it's, it's about compromising. It's just like, you know, she compromises on, on things that I don't like, and or excuse me, that she doesn't like, that I like, and then it's vice versa. You know, it, it goes the same way here. And like, you know, to what you were asking, it's just like, is it the same here? It's, it's not. It's like the only thing that I care about here is just like, are the things cleaning. looking good? Is it clean? Is our bills being paid? Yeah. It's just like, and then her being happy, wow. you know? So wow. it's just like. Wow, what a gentleman. So like. And vice versa. And, 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 and then like <laughs> things being symmet- symmetrical, because Cindy does not have a symmetrical eye. She pr- so like we have I'm a picture <laughs> wall, right? And David, David sees it. So, uh, like, we have a whole bunch of pictures of, like, tr- uh, trips and everything that we've done. Like, your grandparents, great-grandparents. Yeah, it's my picture right? wall that I had to beg for. So, the <laughs> first time that <laughs> she she came into the house, right, she has all these pictures. And they don't look good. Like, the pictures look good. Wow. But, this like, the frames. No, this is here. This, this is yeah. his okay. opinion, though. No. This is <laughs> no. him being. Carlos is just an anal type of person. No, things were type crooked. Type A personality. She things were crooked next to the oval. Yeah. The crookedness was intentional. It was, it was off the, like, like you know, and it wasn't like a just 90 that. degree. I had, sorry, I had, like, certain pictures together with a purpose of a layout. And he, what he wanted was, like, we have a couple canvases and we have different colored frames. He wanted the different color frames to be separated to the same color, the canvases to be together, to this together. Like, he wanted it a specific thing. So he was being anal. I have a different approach to things. Like, to me, art is art any way you make it. Ah. My picture wall is my... (laughs) See, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty OCD, so I can relate to Carlos. On uh, yeah. What I'm like imagining okay, right now is you like marry him. The graphic. <laughs> I'll take your David. wife. I'll take wait, your wife and your son. Wait, Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. I have a question. We're not doing that. I have a question. Okay, so you, so Cindy and Carlos, what would you guys, if there is somebody here listening to us who is, you know, early twenties and they're living with, you know, their significant other, not married. But since a lot of people are moving in together before marriage nowadays, like what would you tell that person who's maybe struggling like with their significant other or you two? Like I just have a quick question. Yeah. You guys live together? No. Currently? No. Okay. It it depends. <laughs> it depends how long you've been living together, right? Like, have you been living together for six months? Have you been living together for a year? What if they're because thinking about living together? D- d- move in together, because I, I I don't think Cindy agrees with me with this. Uh, but I think Let's hear it. you should definitely move to like you should definitely live together before oh, getting married. 
Because it's I just agree. like getting married before getting I married. Agree. I because agree. it's just like you definitely. All the guys of course. Agree. You definitely need to it's see like how this other person. It's like a trial period. Like right. you're no, gonna spend the rest of your life disagree. with this person. It's like no, because because no, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you much rather find out you can't be with this person during the engagement period than get them being married? Then you were never really being married five isn't years. Isn't that the engagement period is for though to yeah, kind of figure out? Yeah, so it's it's Wouldn't logical. Rather, yeah, I think you get more invested with somebody when you live with them, and I think to have that, I guess that out to feel like, well, you know what, it doesn't work. Then she can just move out, or he can just move out, and I feel like that is not fair to the other person of just saying like. I'm going to treat this as a trial period to see if nah, we because work. if you really love this person, you're not going to let that happen. Well, no. But some people don't so think like that. you might as well just get married if you really love this person, right? Right. Well, no. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, so I don't think you got... And well, then if uh, you again. decide you don't want to be with me, great, then we'll get divorced and you're going to give me half. Right. Why should I give you half? <laughs> right? So Because why, I've invested my wait, life. Wait, wait. So, exactly. so the, the, the way that I understand Carlos and David right now is like, why let it get to the point where you guys are going through a divorce when you guys could just figure that out before you guys even get married? Isn't that the purpose for getting engaged? Because when you live together, how long were you guys who, engaged? A year and some. But we weren't. We didn't live so, together. So were you in my? Oh yeah, we didn't live together. When we were engaged. In my eyes, the way you guys kind of did things is like I'm like. I'm grateful that you guys are still together, but like if this, if, no, I'm <laughs> sorry. Only for I'm another month. <laughs> for now. Wait, wait, for so, now. So the people that I've known that had, a, they had the reason, the, the people that I know that got married at a real young age was because they had a kid together. So it's either you're going to be with me or you're going to, and then. Which is the dumbest but thing. But see, ever. I disagree well, with that. Well, so the point is, it's they already had an obligation. And then some of the people that I know that got married at a young age that didn't have anything literally still live with their parents. So it's like I'm. I'm. Thank God, Carlos had a, a house, but I'm just saying, and it's like they're miserable, bro. I talk no, to these. No, see, I, I wouldn't have married like, Yo, I'm somebody. About to blow my brains I, out. That was not part of the thing because if you're still, I mean, and this is an unpopular, unpopular opinion. Number one, I don't think you need to treat your child as an obligation, and you're not going to put a child. I'm never like if I got pregnant and I like whatever with Carlos, I'm not. My mom whatever would not have forced <laughs> me to marry him. I would not have married him because I'm not going to put and be like, you know what? I had this kid. I'm obligated to marry this person because this child is binding us. No, nah, you're right. I, I, I do agree not with agree you. with that. I agree with well, you completely. Then, okay, so then I have, and I also have homies that got married at a real young age because they were coming from a culture where when, hey, if she's, you know, after she's 18 here because it's legal, you have to get married. But back, in their in our countries it's like oh she's 16 15 and you love her get married and like they're divorced by like their early 20s and it's like but i think everybody crazy. is different because also i think if you one of the one of the things you have to be ready for when you get married is are you financially ready sure money's not everything but money is a big thing it's important and if you are not financially ready for that money is going to cause a big stress on your relationship right. and that's what a lot of people break up at so it's like when the biggest when conflict. we talk yeah like when me and carlos would talk about getting married he'd be like well, why don't we just live in my parents basement and i'd be like well then we're not ready to be married because then that means we're still like not depending i but had a still plan depending. though Oh, God. I, I had a plan. I believe in your plan. I had a plan that I was going to save a, a ton of money, and then we were going to buy a house. And look, it worked out just as well. But also, I mean, all right, so let me give you the, this scenario. You you both have banging-ass jobs, and you're making good money, and one uh, one person in the relationship is a big spender, 
and the other person's super cheap. How and then that that can set up a reason why to get divorced or that's where that's where apart. compromising is, and that's where true but, love comes but in. But wouldn't you prefer to figure that out? <laughs> Sounds like a Disney movie. during the engagement period together. No, that, I, I'm agreeing. Like, that with won't you. come up in I'm your engagement with, period. Yes, it will. Nah. If, 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 if you're, you're living, living together, together yeah. No, like, if see, you're living, if together. you're living together, and you're seeing this person with a new dress from like Nordstrom or like Gucci or whatever. Nordstrom. Gucci. I don't, I don't know. It's Bloomingdale's, okay? I don't know. I'm not a big baller. Saks Fifth. What are you, 55 years old? Saks Off Fifth? Like, no, I'm in know. my 20s. But yeah, like, if you see this person, like, constantly, every Friday, like, they're buying, like, endless stuff, and they're just, every paycheck, like, a quarter of that paycheck is gone but before the, even, the next week even started. Like, isn't that something that would yeah, raise an eyebrow? That that's would cause more... There's this, there's this hashtag. Or even just being dirty. Isn't that like something that Cindy? like. There's this Twitter that says, I'm not dirty. You're dirty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can, I am going to take a picture of your side of that bed and I'm going post to post it. it. Post I will. Post it says, hashtag my 20s taught me marriage was the way to go. And my 30s taught me just how wrong my 20s were. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm going to post Bruh. that in like three years. So Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> I quit life. I can't David's wait to next. get divorced at 30. Mm. Um, 30 hey David, flirty so like, and thriving. Let me sell the house like before. <laughs> 30 flirty and thriving. Um, Carlos, what did your 20 show you? Oof, I don't know. I mean, responsibility. I'm going to say that. Like, can you not, give me a better Not answer? to go to chaps. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I think setting goals. If you don't want my responsibility answer, it's setting goals. I'm just kidding. Give me your responsibility answer. No, I think I, think I like setting goals better because it's just <laughs> like, you know, if if you don't set yourself something like something that's achievable, something that's measurable, then you don't have a next, like you don't have a next milestone to go to. You're pretty much just going to wander off and then just do everything a day to day thing where it's just like, you need to set yourself a goal. Okay. And then reach that goal, Mm -hmm. something that's achievable, something that's measurable. So then you can keep on going, working towards realistic, wherever you want to be. Like if you, if you're, like overall goal is to be a millionaire how are you going to get there okay so like goals are just like that's that's what my 20s and then i like that we tell our kids every day set a set a measurable goal for yourself that i can measure as your teacher are you working towards that goal i like that and Mm. i like that a lot and on that note we're gonna end here um thank you david for coming out Uh, where do you work again what do you do white realtors i will sell your house i will help you buy your house two four zero three seven zero three five nine six what about that instagram call me at vialta sell homes (laughs) what about that twitter (laughs) i'll have a twitter Uh, (laughs) if there's any 20 year olds you know trying to figure themselves out trying to buy a house go ahead and reach out there you go i don't care what age you are yeah (laughs) (laughs) you don't discriminate (laughs) follow us on instagram for what podcast and to see the picture of carlos's disgusting side of the bed and twitter it'll be on twitter at for what <laughs> podcast <laughs> at for what we're oh. available on apple now and spotify yes and anchor all righty so uh, bye-bye. bye bye